0: This episode is brought to you by Goalie. Did you know the University of Michigan did a study that found over 80% of apps for kids are designed to lure them into longer gameplay and more in app purchases? Goalie decided it was time for this to end. Unlike the Kindle and iPad, that have endless ads and potentially dangerous content, Goalie is a tablet with only apps that build independent kids. It has no web browser, no social media, and no ads, ever. It has award winning learning apps like Khan Academy, Duolingo ABC, and Starfall, and the best part? is completely parent-controlled. In my house, we use Goalie's kids' calendar to teach my son how to stay on task. He learns life skills, like how to make a sandwich, by watching one of the hundreds of video classes and can practice it by following along with one of the 50 pre-made routines. As a dad, there's no better feeling than knowing that my son is becoming more independent every day. For more information and to try Goalie risk-free for 30 days, visit GetGoalie.com. That's G-E-T-G-O-A-L-L-Y.com, and use the code THEAUTISMDAD to save 10%. Welcome to the Autism Dad Podcast. I'm Rob Gorski. As a single dad to three amazing autistic kids, I've been the go-to resource for parents across the globe navigating neurodivergence since 2010. Building on the success of my award-winning blog, The Autism Dad, this podcast provides parents raising autistic or neurodivergent kids with comfort, community, resources, support, and validation. You'll also hear inspiring stories from parents just like you, reminding you that you're not alone. So don't miss out. New episodes drop every Monday and Wednesday. Subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app and visit theautismdad.com for more information. On this week's parenting Q&A episode of the Autism Dad podcast, we are going to talk about letting go and some of the challenges associated with parents having to let go so that their kids can learn to gain more independence, right? And this sort of came about during a Facebook Live. I think it was, I think it was last week. And you know, the, the topic that we were on at that point was was helping our older kids transition into adulthood, and some of the challenges associated with having to let go and let them live their own lives, and not sort of micromanaging things. But I think it also applies to our kids at any age, really, because you know how we how we raise them. Uh, from birth on can have a direct impact on their ability to be independent going forward. So uh, we're going to just kind of briefly talk about that. I want to share some insights, you know, based on my personal experience and some of the things that I'm dealing with now. And I wish I would have done differently back then. And hopefully this can serve as sort of a, I don't know, like a a guiding light maybe of of how to avoid some of the mistakes that I've made. (laughs) And, And maybe just sort of validate what you're feeling and and help remind you that you're not the only one out there who's dealing with this. And there's a lot of us who are uh, struggling to let go. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. I have been a parent to neurodivergent kids for almost 23 years now. Gavin's going to be 24. So I met him when he was a year old. It's about 23 years now. And, you know, one of the things, and it's sort of a common theme amongst uh, parents of neurodivergent kids is that we tend to micromanage the lives of our kids. And it's not done out of malice. It's not done because we're control freaks or anything like that. It's it's usually done because it's necessary, especially when our kids are younger. And, and sometimes that necessity is simply trying to survive the day. We are so exhausted. We are so overwhelmed and we have so much on our plate that we have to just get from point A to point B. And the easiest way to do that is to manage that journey from point A to point B, right? So we're, we're not we're not always allowing our kids to figure things out on their own. We're not allowing them to experience certain things because we knew there were going to be meltdowns and we just didn't have time or energy to to manage those. Or we were just protective, right? And, and we know the world can be a cruel place to anybody who's perceived as being different. And so we uh, held tight. And one of the things that I have learned, especially as my oldest Gavin is transitioning into his adult life, is that letting go is really, really hard to do. Uh, you know, I, I have spent the bulk of his life micromanaging it because it was necessary. Right? He he wasn't he wasn't able to manage the things in his life that he needed to in order to kind of become more independent at the time, and and so it just became. I would manage it for him. And he learned that dad was just going to manage it for me. Dad was going to make the phone calls. Dad was, you know, dad was going to make the decisions. Dad was going to make this happen. Dad was going to make sure I remembered all of these things. Right. But as he, as he is entering his adult life and he's building his own path forward, I am largely excluded from that and not necessarily by choice. And, and I have had to let go in order to allow him to grow. And, and, You know, the first experience I had with that was with the board of DD when Gavin went in for his evaluation to get on the waiver program uh, in order to open up supports and resources and funding so that he could do all of these things on his own. uh, They really didn't want to talk to me. They were very focused on Gavin's perspective and, and what he needed and what he wanted and how he was feeling and what he felt he was capable of doing or not doing. And appointments were made through him. They weren't made through me. There was, you know, all the information filtered through him which is very, uh, it's the opposite of what it had always been, right? But the point of that is to help him learn to do those things on his own because he is legally an adult. It was really hard for me to do that because I had to let go. I I had to let him make mistakes. I had to let him forget to do things. I had to let him uh, fall so that he could learn how to pick himself back up. And it's not easy. It's not easy at all. And I think the other thing, and someone brought this up on that Facebook Live, uh, we have to entrust our kids with the people who are put in place to be their supports. And that is really hard to do because we have spent our entire parenting journey protecting and guiding and nurturing and raising and uh, managing everything from medications to healthcare to decisions to behaviors, right? Like, all of those things uh, we managed. And now it's time for someone else to do that. And it's not that I am disconnected. It's not that I am excluded necessarily. It's just that I have to step back because if I don't, then he relies on me too much and won't rely on himself. And, and that's what I mean by kind of letting go so they can grow. It's It's a really difficult thing. It was really hard for me, and I'm about I don't know, uh, almost eight months into this now, and it's still difficult for me sometimes because I'm not always in the loop. And there there have been times where because I didn't know something and he forgot it, he had to pay the consequences for it, and but he learned from it, right? And was he frustrated? Sure, he was frustrated. Did it inconvenience me at times because I had to drive him somewhere? You know, sure it did, but it was a learning process for him and it's part of life and, and it's necessary in order for him to truly become as independent as he possibly can. But it's really hard. And that's something that I hear from parents all the time is that letting go is really hard to do, whether your kid is you know, five years old and you're sending them off to kindergarten or, you know, whatever, and they have to ride the bus or you're allowing them to ride the bus instead of driving them to school. Like that's letting go, right? You're entrusting your child with that bus driver. You're entrusting your child with the school staff when they're in, when they're in school. And that's really hard to do for any parent. That's especially hard for parents raising neurodivergent kids or kids with disabilities because we feel like they're vulnerable or more vulnerable than their neurotypical peers. And sometimes that's true, but, uh, but the reality is that in order for them to be prepared to transition into their adult life in the future, they need these experiences now and they need them when it's, when it's relatively controlled and you are still there to monitor and you're still there to make sure everything is okay. You just sort of step back a little bit and let them safely explore the world a little bit on their own. Right. And We're not talking about like whatever, but developmentally appropriate safety things in place, like all of that stuff. I'm just like, I I, I get all of that. But we we have to step back. We have to let go and allow them to find their way. Sometimes they have to fall in order to learn to get back up. Uh, They have to learn there's accountability for the things that they say and they do, you know, and, and I think part of letting go is just, stepping back and allowing them to make some decisions for themselves. Uh, maybe not major ones when they're younger and and ones that are of little consequence, maybe, but just allowing them to decide and allowing them to go through that process instead of making the decisions for them. When my kids were little, I was making a lot of decisions for them. You know, it, it just, it was just easier, uh, especially when I was dealing with three uh, neurodivergent kids. By myself. It was, it was just not easy, but I I get the struggle. I get what it feels like to, uh, to, to have to go through this, but I think it's a natural part of our journey. And I think that the sooner we learn to start letting go, even just a little bit at a time, the better our kids are going to be for it as they get older and they prepare to venture off onto their own or whatever, whatever form of independence their lives lead to, you know, maybe, maybe they, they never leave home. But maybe they they're able to you know manage their medications or feed themselves or or meal plan or whatever it is for them, the, the more that they are able to do on their own, the better off they're going to be, the more independent they'll be, and ultimately the happier they're going to be. But it's not easy, and I and I know it feels like letting go is irresponsible. It can feel like we're abandoning them sometimes. I mean, because I know that I I feel that way, and it's also threatening to an extent, like. I don't want these people telling me that my opinion doesn't matter. Like I've been the one here for 23 years. You can't like just swoop in and start making all these decisions. I I get that. Uh, but the reason that I have struggled with this so much is because I held on too tight for all these years. And I, I did that not with the intention of, of creating problems down the road, but because I just didn't know any better. And, I was doing what I thought was right in the moment, and I just, you know, as i'm as I'm on the other side of this journey now, I see how that can have a negative impact. And you know, I, I just I would encourage all of you to to just take a step back sometimes and, and allow your kids to live life a, a little bit. You know, I I spent a lot of time parenting my kids' diagnosis and not enough time parenting them as kids. And you know, I think if I had had that perspective back then, I would have done things differently. Um and and so I just you know, when we were talking about this on the Facebook Live, I just I wanted to to follow up with something here uh because I just think that letting go is part of the journey. It's, it's hard to do. It's really hard to do, but in order for them to grow, like we, we really do, like we have to let them, we have to let them go, you know, and, and we can do that from a safe distance. I mean, there's all kinds of safety things, whatever, but just, we, we have to sort of let them take the reins. And, and when they're younger, it's just little things, you know, allow them to make some decisions and, and help them understand what the consequences are, you know, because you're in a controlled environment. You're, you're there to, to intervene if anything is unsafe and you're there to teach them so that they can learn to make these decisions on their own. And as they move forward, they can make bigger and bigger and bigger ones because they've built up that experience and, and those life skills to help them manage their own lives and their day-to-day, uh, routines. Right. And I just, you know, it, it just, it's, it's tough and I get it. And I just wanted to touch on that a little bit, uh, for today's episode and, You know, if this is something that you guys want to explore further, we can, uh, we can do that, you know, and maybe talk to people who work with the board of DD or, you know, whatever, who help parents to navigate some of these things. So anyhow, uh, I'd love to hear your feedback so you can leave a comment on the blog. I think Spotify allows you to leave comments if you're listening to this on Spotify or jump on a Facebook live. I do them almost every day and, uh, you know, we can, we can share some thoughts and experiences and, uh, maybe work through some things if, if you're struggling. So I appreciate you guys tuning in and, uh, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Real quick, before I let you go, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. I I really appreciate it and I hope you enjoyed this episode and it has a positive impact on your life because that's what I'm aiming for here. As a reminder, you can visit listen.theautismdead.com. You can learn about me and anything related to the show. You can subscribe on any one of your favorite podcast listening apps so you never miss a new episode. And please take a moment and rate us on Apple Podcasts. There'll be a link in the show notes below for you just to click. And it'll take you right there. It takes like 30 seconds and it makes a big difference. So it's a great way to support the show and uh, help keep the wheels turning. So have a great week and we'll talk soon.